This is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. Now is the winter of our discontent. May glorious summer by the sun of York. And all the clouds that loomed upon our house in the deep bosom of the ocean buried. That's the only part I know. <laughs> well done. I'm Welcome impressed. to Talk Shakespeare with me. <laughs> Kimmy has to find the new host. <laughs> Kelsey knows none of this. Kelsey is walking out of the door. Ex- she's ex- she exits pursued by a bear. That's such a great, that's such a great Shakespeare joke. I'm so proud of myself. What? Do you not know that? No. That's one of the great things. No one knows quite why in The Winter's Tale, for no reason, one of the stage directions is exit pursued by a bear. For no reason. It's not in the plot. And it's one of the great things in like Shakespearean lore is exit pursued by a bear. <laughs> like Shakespeare meant to throw a beer, bear into the... I think it was just a joke. I don't... No one really knows uh, what the point or is. Or they do, I don't know it. it's a, a find and replace thing like Michael Scott and Threat and Silver Midnight. The, and there's one, Dwigget. <laughs> because they did a find and replace. Two, three, four. Podcast. We're making a podcast about 30 Rock. Podcast. We're making a podcast about 30 Rock. We're calling it Talk 30 to me. It is great. Hello. Hi. <laughs> Want to be British? Is this a British accent? Yeah, I'm not, not sure. <laughs> We're talking about Shakespeare. Hi, I'm Kelsey. I'm Kimmy. And this is Talk 30 Rock to me, a podcast all about 30 Rock, NBC, Tina Fey, Liz Lemon, Alec Baldwin. Just keep uh, on. Judah Freelander, Kenneth Parcell, John Lutz, uh, Pages, New York, Sandwiches, Television. Yeah, definitely that comedy, but like specifically, anyway, we're covering, we're talking about all of it here today. So this is a Talk 30 Rock to Me classic episode. It's Kimmy and Kelsey, Kelsey and Kimmy, (laughs) Kimmy and Kelsey, tearing it up now. That's your ringtone. That's what it is now. <laughs> that is what it is. There isn't a weird ringtone in this episode at all. I cannot no, tell what uh, Liz's ringtone in this episode oh, is. Oh, I know what it is. Oh, we'll get into yeah, that yeah, then. Yeah, Perfect. Yeah. Stay tuned. <laughs> um, first, if you're listening and you haven't already, please rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast. Helps that hugely. I'd be surprised if you haven't subscribed, but maybe one of those cool people that just streams things and I'm like, whoa, I wish I was like you. Right, man, but I'm not because I subscribe to things. So you should subscribe to things too. Um... And if you leave a review, we will send you um, a sticker if you tell us with your address. So do that. uh, Leave a review and let us know, and we will send you a sticker. Absolutely. Um, Also, if you are a fan of our podcast and do a lot of Amazon shopping, go to boardwalkaudio.com, slash talk30, rock to me, and then click support our artist, and that will take you. I'm struggling, but I'm getting there. No, I love this. But and then it'll take you to our Amazon pa- to the Amazon page through our like channel. Basically, we get a little bit of a kickback. Yep. It helps us do all the talk thirty rock to me things we love to do. Exactamundo. So definitely do that. Yep. Kelsey, did you get anything good on Amazon through our link to this week? I did. I had to buy some uh, glass screen protectors for iPhone ten because the owner of our company got an iPhone ten and she was given a glass screen protector and broke it immediately. Hey, so there you go. Buy, I'm, I now have a stock of them <laughs> so that the next time it breaks, I've got another one to just kind of throw her away. Legit. So that's what I bought that's this perfect. week. That's perfect. Yep. Good I'm convinced, though, that those things, because people put those on their phones and then they drop the phone and it cracks and they're like, oh my gosh, thank goodness I had the protector because it saved it. You're like, no, that protector makes your screen bigger so it hits the ground sooner than it would. It's like a whole thing. It's conspiracy theory. I'm convinced. Oh, man. That's an interesting theory. Yep. We're going to have to explore it. Yep. You should. Fair enough. Um, before we get started today, I think we're going to do our 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30,
30-30. All right, I'm going to be real, guys. It's a stretch, but it's what I want to talk about. So this episode has the delightful English actor Michael Sheen mm-hmm. representing for the good old UK. Yep. You know what I was also representing for the good old UK in pop culture right now? <laughs> Paddington 2. Guys, I saw Paddington 2. <laughs> it was so wonderful. Kelsey, I just like can't, I can't describe. First of all, former guest, I think I already did this on the show. Where I talked about former guest right. Catherine Leon gave me a real argument. She was obsessed with Paddington 2. I got told about it. And um, so I finally got to go see it last night. I just can't explain. This movie is, it's a children's movie. It's silly. It's light. Yeah. It is such full, it's so full of joy and kindness and warmth. And it's like watching a Wes Anderson movie without that gutting sense that all the beauty is covering something really dark. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> and I love Wes Anderson. Yeah. But this movie, it's all the beauty with just warmth. I just want to live in that world where a, where a young bear can just make friends with people and make the world a better place by making jam and marmalade, just marmalade sandwiches. That's so cute. I can't <laughs> tell you how happy this movie made me. Everyone go see Paddington 2. Feel warm and English. Like, I literally just felt so English afterwards. Literally, his thing is like, if you are kind and polite, the world will be right. It is the most English mantra. I love I've, that. It's like everything is like, you must be polite to people. Everyone's like so genial and polite and <laughs> kind in the movie and it's so funny to did me did you like Paddington when you were younger no uh, okay. I never watched Paddington I 1 Paddington when I was younger. I've never seen Paddington 1 I haven't read any of the Paddington, Paddington books the first trailer I remember thinking it looked terrible and then this is the highest reviewed movie on Rotten Tomatoes in history it beat Toy Story 2 like it's crazy did you do you want to see um uh, Peter Rabbit no I mean I probably will <laughs> I don't because I don't under- want to watch a movie where Donald Gleason has to dye his hair <laughs> I just wa- let redheads be redheads amen I knew that would play to you mm-hmm. um I just I here's the thing I like Donald Gleason in a lot of things I like him as a villain I like him as a hero but I just have a really hard time seeing him in such a weird villainous position mm-hmm. him as Jennifer Gen- uh, General Hux is more interesting to me than him yeah. in this but I have to open my heart I love James Corden. I love a bunch of British bunny rabbits. <laughs> I'll see what comes. Yeah. But I don't think it's going to be a Paddington 2. Won't be a Paddington 2. You have to understand, this is the studio that made Harry Potter. It's yeah, the same producers cool. and people behind Harry Potter and half the actors. <laughs> and it's just perfect. You have so much ahead. I've, I have not heard a single negative thing about it. Everyone see Paddington 2. And then you'll just feel quite chuffed. Quite chuffed. Chuffed. That's all I got. It is chuffed. Yeah, it's like "Hmm, nice, (laughs) happy, and warm. It's happy and like the chuffed. Oh, I'm chuffed. Like I'm, I'm glad. It's like a thing. I love it so much. So, um, that's your thirty thirty. That's my thirty thirty, guys. So today's episode, we are talking about season four, episode fourteen. Future husband. Future husband. Air date was March eleventh, two thousand. Oh, this is like a month after the. <laughs> also, I'm like, dang, that would have been a good time to take a break. It's a month later. Uh, this was a month after Anna Howard Shaw date because that was on February thirteenth. So, or no, it was on the eleventh. They took a month off, and here came. Oh, you know why? Why the Olympics? Olympics. You're right. Yep. This is what I was thinking when I was watching. It's so funny as we're recording this. The Olympics are are yep. we're mid Olympics right now. Yep. Um, at, you know, as we're making this and it's so funny cause I'm like, oh wow, it's eight years ago. Yep. Yep. That's kind of crazy. And well, we'll get to that. Um, so March 11th, 2010 director was Don Scardino. Writers were Tracy Wigfield mm. and this is her second like c- official writing credit. She like was in a writer's assistant, but this is her, her second. Was she the writer's assistant on the show? Uh, 
maybe I, whatever. She's not in the writer's category. She was something else. Was she a staff writer, a script coordinator, or a writer's assistant? I think it was writer's assistant, but I don't know. That's awesome. That's really great that they moved her up. It takes a little bit, but oh, it's okay. awesome. And then John Holler, this is his first ep as official writer, um, and he also ends up doing um, I Heart Connecticut, which comes later on. Oh, okay. I was thinking that was like a weird indie movie. I, I was thinking not. I was thinking Welcome to Mooseport for some reason. Uh, no. Um, no, no, I remember that episode. That's such <laughs> a weird one. Um, recap is that Tracy is going for the T in his EGOT. Jack is trying to figure out what's going on with GE, and Liz finds an unfamiliar entry in her phone address book and meets a man that is definitely not the man of her dreams. This is such a fun episode. Again, this arc is just one of my favorites. It did not get, um, it was not received well in general. They're wrong. <laughs> They're just so wrong on so many levels. I think it's really funny. I think it's because it's a weird episode, but yeah. this idea of Wesley Snipes is so funny to me. Somebody called that the laziest storyline. <laughs> They're the laziest storyline. I, like I like that. Boo, I enjoy this so much. I don't love this whole... Well, actually, I I don't love the whole Cable Town thing, except that's what was happening to NBC yeah, 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 at this time. So they had to do this. So it's not even that big of a deal. Um, and I don't love the Tracy story, though I do think it's funny. Mm-hmm. Um, I like this idea of him being so improvisational and so out there in his one-man show. Uh, that joke that they have... Um, uh, Macy Thanksgiving, a uh, Macy's Thanksgiving oh Day gosh. parade pun yes. in March. <laughs> <laughs> Dear look, Tracy, th- uh, claps giving, hooray, something like that. Yeah, it's, it's so uh, funny. I wrote it down because it was. I like wrote it down and paused it because I'm like I cannot. A claps giving, yay, hey, yay, ha ride, and then it's as if claps giving, yay, ha ride has lost its meaning. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! It sounds like a. Uh, it sounds like a headline that Leslie Nope would have written. Oh, totally. Mm-hmm. This just in. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, how do you want to approach this one, though? Um, let's just let's start. Let's talk about the Tracy storyline. He literally just is trying to EGOT still, yeah. which we've discussed. I think this is a dumb storyline, mm-hmm. him wanting to EGOT. It makes sense, but it really annoys me. I like it where it gets him, but I don't like having to get there. Yeah, it's always just all these weird little. Although I do like the one when he's writing the best song in the world when he like has a little orchestra there. A couple episodes ago. But yeah, this is weird. So he's just like, I'm going for the tea. And Jenna is like, oh, it's not as easy as you think. And she ends up telling him like, oh, you have to do the same thing eight times in order to be considered for a Tony. And we get to go back to a Blafair to remember black, yes. which I really enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> Jeffrey, we won the tournament. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, or he said like, they, yeah, he never does the same thing twice. And it was, honey, I'm home. Pac-Man, I'm Jewish. Jeffrey, <laughs> we lost the tournament. Oh, lost the tournament. Yeah. He's holding us st- like holding the trophy. The trophy, yeah, yeah. It's so and funny. Then he's trying to find other ways to get the tea. And do they give an award for tarantula misplacement? <laughs> I half expected a tarantula to come over to Kenneth's like. Oh right! Oh, one hundred percent. Like that would totally make sense. Also, I do want to go back to when they're doing when there's they're doing the like promos, the SNL style promos, uh-huh. and he just coughs. He goes, "I think we got it." Yeah. Jenna's dress is beautiful. I think she looks so oh, pretty I there. She's wearing like this denim green dress with like a low back. She looks amazing. I totally didn't even see that. She looks amazing. Uh, and then what? Have you prepared anything? What am I a nerd when referencing his play that he's gonna do? <laughs> um but yeah so that all, so all of a sudden he's like crap i have to do the same thing seven more times i'm not going to be able to and jenna decides that she's going to help him for some weird reason because jenna's not known for being very it would be the hardest thing anyone could ever do it's the hardest challenge an acting coach could have i'll do it it would take the best acting coach in the world yeah. isn't that the speech she gives uh-huh, i uh-huh. love it so much i'll, t- I'll do it <laughs> 
And then she ends up getting frustrated while she's coaching him, I guess you could say. And is this where we learn? Oh, yeah, that Jenna's first job was baby stuck and well. Guard well, your guards. Well. Guard yeah. your well. 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 <laughs> and I just love, ooh, I remember that, which again, Kenneth is so, Kenneth being always around. You were a fat baby. <laughs> and the look she gives him. <laughs> it made me laugh so hard uh she's in the whole like and silly shark sharp shot like he'll shake does that whole little rhyme and then she's like the thing that you need to remember is consistency and control got it no farting and then a second later tracy is saying something and then he farts he's like gotta start again (laughs) (laughs) oh trey oh Oh. i just will always love it you were a fat baby (laughs) (laughs) he's so happy when he says that i just love how eloquent god you're well well <laughs> it's so good <laughs> also such a weird baby jessica joke oh right it's such yeah. a weird baby though she would have been when did baby jessica happen when was that because baby jessica would have been after her baby jessica was born in 86 yeah then because that baby jessica happened while we were little like uh, not quite little but almost little yeah so it she was like right when we were born so baby jessica's now 31 but maybe that's why they did yeah baby jessica's interesting um because i watched that interview with her now and she's like it was this insane thing that happened to me but like i don't remember i was a baby yeah she was like it's <laughs> not a it's not anything i remember oh that's so scary <laughs> poor baby jessica where's lassie when you need him i know <laughs> <laughs> and that's then, so weirdly dark and then you get the whole um <laughs> jenna goes to tracy do you think you can repeat your performance your performance <laughs> i know it's a good joke <laughs> kenneth says that oh that's what kenneth it is. says yeah, it yeah. and then tracy does oh, it oh god it's so good i mm. love it and that's just that's and literally he just starts reading the phone book yeah, and she's proud of him and she's so proud of him <laughs> somehow he gets a tony out of it i don't understand dear lord oh good i mean i think we can move on let's do let's do jack jack storyline mm-hmm so Jack, well, first of all, this episode starts with Liz waking up from her. <laughs> I love this so much. Stuff and the her DVD player is spitting out a waffle. And so she calls Jack and <laughs> and I wrote, I'm surprised she doesn't. I expected Liz to pull the waffle out of the DVD player and eat it while talking to Jack. And she didn't, which was surprising to me. Um, but so she calls Jack and she's like, did I put a DVD, a waffle, my DVD player? <laughs> you watched it for about an hour, hour. Said Nicole Kidman should win an Oscar for it. It makes me laugh so hard <laughs> it's so great um and then uh trying the craigslist whole killer thing the massage that <laughs> you too late you I already, already killed her i already killed her <laughs> oh man and he's like well handled lemon <laughs> right <laughs> um and then it cuts to avery showing up at jack's place and like, well she was already there they yeah, spent yeah, the night yeah. and then she comes but, to back showing up and she's jogging and you're like what like yeah uh, who who jogs this early almost women that look exclusively like me <laughs> the it's perfect, perfect community <laughs> ever found out it's really really funny oh gosh and so then oh my gosh and then jack is opening up geis's book geis cubes oh my gosh everything. what does it mean it's filled with cubes of knowledge <laughs> and it's pretty obvious yeah and his his pointing out the certain things from the book and he chooses a random line because a woman's brain has fewer folds I'm like no 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 and then does it again the negroid musculature ah shut it down <laughs> <laughs> 
But she, basically, the whole plot line with this one is that yeah. she's saying there's going to be a takeover where uh, NBC getting is getting sold to Cable Town. And he's like, that's dumb. And he's like, that'd be like Vietnam beating America in a ground war. <laughs> yeah. Which is so funny to me. <laughs> but uh, this literally the whole thing is her being like, I like this episode because it actually it's a lot about loyalty and how loyalty works in business and who do you mm. sign with. Um, and the whole thing is he re- thinks he can't trust her because she'll abandon him because she's telling him to abandon his mentor, Don Geis. Mm-hmm. Um, and we just get to the end where I, she doesn't abandon him. We could explore that. But yeah. the journey is basically he's realizing no one's talking to him. It's a strange day. I like when Avery calls him and then you've got Jonathan in the background. Rhubarb, rhubarb, golf, <laughs> postrate. <laughs> right. It's so right. funny. Well, and I love that he's that Jack, but before Avery calls him, he's already like, where the heck is everybody? And he's like, is it senior executive skip day? That's usually in the spring so that we can go to an amusement park. I just and I'm just picturing all of these GE executives in suits on a roller coaster. Like that's what I instantly pictured in that moment. And I I really like that. And then the line that Avery says, like when she's like, Oh, I'm gonna like can I, you know, quote you what you're gonna say, like an unnamed source or whatever, and she's like, It's a twenty four hour news cycle over here. We really don't have time to do it right anymore. Which I feel like it's is a very funny joke. And very pertinent to today i think yeah, it like. aged well yeah we're seeing the results of the 24-hour news cycle very much yeah. so it does crack me up i wait i'm sorry i zoned out for a sec did you say the brian williams thing no i haven't i love the Bri- okay <laughs> that's what i thought you were talking about <laughs> no, i love yet, brian nightly which is so sad because now he's over at msnbc i, <laughs> I mean it's not cnbc but still <laughs> dear lord it's so funny to me the brian williams cameos are so great not even cameos his just appearances are just it's really so heartbreaking yeah. now afterwards but it's still pretty funny um so but in the midst of this so jack is freaking out so he starts sending jonathan to go figure information out and he's like go to your little assistant underground and if anything should happen to me i want you to read oh the places you'll go at my funeral i'm not doing that that. and then when he's jonathan downloads guys's schedule mr donaghy will be grateful (laughs) 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 it's just so i i i like seeing jonathan on little solo adventures like Mm -hmm. that i think it's really really funny so uh, he ends up in Connecticut, and we get a really great guest spot right? of the actual Jack Welsh. Jack Welsh. Dear Lord. <laughs> it's insane. So I know very little about Jack Welsh other than the fact, whoa, during his tenure at GE, the company's value rate rose 4,000%. Well done. Oh, my gosh. When he retired from GE, he received a severance payment of $407 million, the largest p- such payment in history. Uh, he did pretty good. I liked his, the joke they gave him. It must be so weird being like, so we're getting actual Jack Welsh. Can you write a joke for him? Yeah, yeah. And he was like, oh, if you're going to have eye water, I can get you some weakness tissues. Oh, my gosh. That 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 dig. And then you get this thing where it's it's a, a throwback to when Jack meets Danny. That please call me John. Or please, John, call me Jack. I actually go by Jack as well. I don't think so. I don't so. think so. And then he proceeds to call him John. Um, which I think is great. But so in that moment, the whole eye water and weakness tissues is because Geis has been dead for three weeks. Um, Jack's mentor is just MIA now. He's gone mm-hmm. and he's on ice. <laughs> I think Ugh. you learned that, right? It's so sad because we just don't get any more Rip Torn, really. And I just love I Rip Torn. So we haven't re- seen Rip Torn since. It was such a weird thing to just kill him like that. Yeah. Well, I read him. something on Wikipedia where they somebody had pondered whether it was regarding um, an alcohol incident that had happened. What? To, I don't remember what it was. I it was. This is not useful, computer. Kelsey. Just to sorry. Hang. hang on, I can find. It's interesting. It. It. Well, because I d- I wasn't sure if I wanted to say it because it was like somebody pondered whether, and so it was kind of a. All right, I, I get it. Maybe not maybe. spread the. Yeah. I understand. Oh. I wanted to spread the stuff. 
I don't know. You know what? We'll just uh, we'll trust that they made a choice. Yeah, they made and a choice. And that's all. But I love Rip Torn. I will never not love Rip Torn. Um, so Cableton related, there was a quote that Robert Carlick revealed that the reason uh, that it was called Cable t- uh Carlock revealed that the reason for this was that the staff writers came up with the name Cable Town. However, they later learned that there was a real company with a similar name. So NBC's legal team uh, wanted to emphasize the difference. After a while, everyone just liked the sound of it. Why it was Cable Town with a K instead of a C. Because there was a Cable Town with a C that really existed. <laughs> cable Town with a K. But it's so much funnier with a K, too. Oh, it totally It's is. way better. Uh, and it's referencing Comcast, right? No, it's not yeah. referencing Comcast. Yeah, 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 it's referencing... Yeah, yeah. Cause I, no, Comcast happened later. It's referencing... No, this it was is a different company that bought G uh, that bought NBC, bought NBC. We're gonna have to <laughs> bought NBC. Oh, it was Comcast? Yeah, like, Pardon I'm like, me. Sure it was Comcast. All yeah. right, I was wrong. All right. Well, S- what should this end with? Um, what What is the Jack storyline? So, so that storyline ends with Avery breaking the news that this deal has happened on the air that and um, that GE is being sold to Cable Town, and her just talking talking to jack through the tv basically well it was her basically because he was po- like there was she he was worried he was poison you know because he was connected to don guys in his career but her oh, basically yeah, just starting rumors that he would be powerful put yeah. him back on the map again yeah it was a good move so he understood her loyalty and the fact mm. that she wasn't just going to abandon him but rather fight for him which was super hot to him yeah plus she did that great <laughs> bit where she's like the piercing eyes of a siberian yeah husky. and then and that he's going to spend this evening with his lady friend and buy that lady friend that necklace that she pointed out the other day and make, make her, her a western, western omelet, omelet. And and then he and, and braid her hair and then he's like oh no and, and then, then he, he says ends, and, and braid, braid her hair because that's just his thing. what a weirdo thing because I'm good at it <laughs> yeah I which didn't that happen with him and Nancy too I feel like the braiding hair thing this is the first time we've this heard is it. actually a really good joke on Great News where uh, Brigitte Heelan's character is, she's like really into this other guy and she drinks too much because she's nervous and then she no she eats she's lactose intolerant eats cheese and then is throwing up. And she's like, he's like, can I hold your hair back? She was like, okay. And he does. And she comes back and it's in a French braid. And she's like, <laughs> you did what? And he's French braided her the hair. The British guy who's. Yeah, it's yeah, the British yeah. guy. The one uh, the one from, uh, he's been on a couple shows, but he's really cute in it. Yeah. Uh, it's so funny. I like that. Um, I think that's Jack's storyline though. Can we I talk about Liz? Yeah, I think that's, I think that's it. On that's that all I'd want to talk about with that. <laughs> Let's talk about Liz. Again, you're right about that Oscar thing. Nicole Kidman should get an Oscar for it. Oh, good night. <laughs> so Liz, is, so she shows up to work the next day and she's, where's Frank at? Where's Frank? And, oh, well, so no, first she walks in and she, oh, yeah, because she's like, where's Frank? He still hasn't written the Olympic sketch about Lindsey Vaughn, who won the gold medal for skiing. Um, and Lindsay so Vaughn funny is in the 2018 Olympics. Still. She's one of the great uh, Olympic skiers, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And so she's also the one that's like supposed to be super sexy. She always does like maxima- maximum stuff so. and whatever. But this is her final Olympics is what I That's what they always say. But like, is it? I don't know. Um, she's had like medical stuff, I think, over. So there might, she just might be. I just watched Molly's game. So oh, skiing gosh. stresses me out now. Know, me too. Gosh, that was a great movie. <laughs> so good i'm mm-hmm. like oh i have a crush on the jessica part chastain i know she's so hot in it <laughs> right i was trying to explain it i'm like who's the star of the movie jessica chastain's boobs yep 100 oh, percent. so pretty i can't and she's so it's a great performance mm-hmm. i haven't seen her play tough that way though i didn't uh, see zero dark 30 so yeah, i yeah. can't speak to that performance but i haven't seen her play tough because she's very petite and she's very cute and marilyn monroe-esque and i'm used to thinking of her as kind of a soft sweet person she uh, was tough uh, as nails in that i loved it she did such she a freaking sharp. good job i really I enjoyed it 
Uh, and I, I did not know Michael Sarah was in it before. I oh my gosh, playing, playing uh, Toby McGuire, which is so much fun. I love that. It's insane. Oh, oh my goodness. So but uh, anyway, all that to say, um, skiing Lindsay Vaughn. <laughs> li- she makes the Lindsay Vaughn joke, but then it's her going back to the root canal place. Yes, the um, dentist. The dentist is <laughs> what the root canal place. That is. pamphlet <laughs> joke. That pamphlet joke. She goes, Doctor, when can I have hard cheeks again? Liz, I uh, don't want to have this conversation again. And I, so I print out this pamphlet. It was expensive, but yes. and I love that it says your root canal and hard cheeses, comma Liz, Liz. which is so <laughs> funny. Which I is just I always associate funny medical pamphlets with Doctor Spachemin. So it's I, fair. I love that it was. It's just a doctor. Thing you know that they show. just have someone who prints things for them. Oh, it's totally. so great. But um, um, so Liz is scrolling through her phone to try and call Frank. And you see, we've got in her phone, Frank, Frank's mom, future husband, Gage and Gail, um, which I'd like to think that she has Oprah's best friend's mm-hmm. name in there. I mean, Oprah's best friend is on the show at some point. Right, right. Which and is great. so she ends up, she's trying to call Frank, but she sees future husband. She's like, what the heck? And Jenna's like, well, when was the last time you were drunk? And well, the dentist, when you've got all the drugs and all that good stuff. So it then turns this thing where she wants to figure out. Well, she's not sure if she wants to figure it out first. But Kenneth is like, only good things happen, basically. Um, it's so romantic. Just like that movie I only saw the first 10 minutes of. Fatal Attraction. <laughs> and he's just very excited. And so funny. That's such a good joke. Yeah. Um, it reminds me of how Phoebe, growing up in Friends, she was only allowed to see the beginning. Like, that, like, last... Or... Uh, old yeller got like turned off before old yeller like she like all of her childhood movies were ruined when she got older when she realized that her mother tried to protect her but so liz is like but he could be a serial killer he could wear a thumb ring and i just wrote crocs when i showed up on a date with a guy who was wearing crocs and i was like "Mm, no we are out in public sir (laughs) you're not wearing crocs i just want to say in the movie paddington 2 the the chef played by Brendan Gleeson is he's in like total like prison gar gar but there's a part where he sits down and you see he's wearing Crocs oh, and it makes me laugh that he's the prison chef and he looks like a prisoner except he's got Crocs, he's got Crocs. classic oh. chef oh, made me laugh anyway continue <laughs> um so Kenneth throws his window out his wallet out the window to prove like everything works out for the best and then you hear all these cars crashing downstairs and. Liz then goes to the dentist. The dentist gives her the pamphlet. And then at one point, she's like sitting in the waiting room and calls. No, no, no. no, no that's no, no. not she what happens. She decides, Kenneth convinces her that what she should do is try to see what happens. And so, um, no, no. Who, who convinces her that you could do things a little deviously to get stuff done? Oh, he, this is what he says. She's trying to decide what she should do. And he was like, you should try to get him to go to the dentist. And she didn't want to lie. And he says, deception works a lot. It like lots daughters when they had to repopulate oh the world gosh, I know. and saved by the bell and screech lied to Lisa. So if they could get kissed at the yes. prom. So <laughs> funny, right? So funny. So basically this is why I love it. She calls, she calls them and she's trying to do the if Jamaican you, accent. Bob sled. It's my dog's collar. I'm not sure how loud that was. It wasn't that loud. You're good. Um, but she does the whole thing where she's doing the Jamaican accent to call him like, here's oh, the ting yes. man, Bob sled. But then she starts going, mightn't you be able to be coming down? She's like, going Irish. Irish. <laughs> Bob well, sled. That's she talks to the dentist about it and she starts, she's trying to get information about her future husband is like gum recession, but good teeth, especially for an Englishman. So she's like learning all these little clues He's about English. him. 
and I then just, <laughs> <laughs> her doing that impression is so funny. I know, and her being like, he's English, like she's so excited, so excited. But uh, so that yeah. leads us to she pretends he needs to come to the dentist, then she goes and she sits in the waiting room, and there's like a row of men. Yeah. But it's so funny as a viewer because you're like a bunch of random extras and Michael Sheen and Michael Sheen just chilling over there. Which I just want to say, I love Michael Sheen so deeply at my core already. Right, <laughs> he's an incredible actor. He plays Tony Blair multiple times in British movies. Mm. He's Oscar nominated multiple times he's incredible he's like this real actor who somehow really loves comedy <laughs> and is in comedies and is ne- and is in a relationship with sarah silverman they're like the cutest damn couple did you not know that i feel like that doesn't completely surprise me but it's weird when i think about it now so i, I must have like seen a picture at some point yeah no they're like so they're so cute they're so in love I, I think they're still together and because of her he ends up doing a lot of comedy shows so i think i even saw him at nerd melt once like he would do comedy shows and stuff and i was just like what you're like an a real actor what are you doing like he would be on douglas movies and douglas movies is mostly just comedians talking about movies they've seen and then it's him being like well i was filming passengers with chris pratt uh-huh. not in a name drop way but he'd be talking about it. Yeah, everyone's yeah, just yeah. like what are you doing here you're like a real actor whatever but we're i love him for your presence and i our- love his work in twilight <laughs> yes it's one of the vampires i'm so into it I'm so into it. So. Um, but so anyway, so, the yeah, sh- they so she's sitting there and calls future husband. And then he calls her back. Yeah. What is that ringtone? I okay. know it wasn't a good move. So that lit, that ringtone was Fuck the Pain Away by Peaches, which is a Canadian band. I'm Shut sorry. Up. I just said the F word. I don't know if I've ever said this on the podcast, but I was reading It was something. reading something. Oh, my gosh. What? Yeah. <laughs> that's not what I expected. Yep. That's what the ringtone is. F the Pain Away. F the Pain Away. <laughs> Um. Yeah. So that. So because Liz is dumb and she calls Wesley and then Wesley or sorry, future husband, future husband calls her back. And then I just love that he's like, "Is the reason why you're in my phone is future wife?" And they just go on a date that is very reminiscent of when she went on the date with Wayne Brady. That it's just awkward, and she knows it's awkward and wants to get out of there. But you're on the date. Um. <laughs> yeah, that's just not a fun date to be on. Dear Lord. Um, and then when she's like explaining why she needed the root canal and he's like I don't know what caused mine and he doesn't I, do British people any of our British listeners is that do you guys not know that people in America make fun of your teeth <laughs> I've never personally done it and I only we're hitting tricky ground thing. like I'm just curious like because he clearly didn't but and not that people like from England do have bad teeth but that's just like a joke that gets made um, I think it's the same thing like in How Much Your Mother like oh Canadians are scared of the dark like I think it's just a stupid thing yeah it's a thing um, <laughs> I'm not gonna go into it on here but it is a joke that they make but then again I like didn't know breadback was a teeth. thing is that it's a, not is that it's, it, is? it has more to do with it, it has to do with the NHS and the way it works with dental care. Oh, it's not crazy. quite as natural. It, it's like a, it's a complicated. It just has to do with different healthcare systems and what's accessible to people and what's affordable. So for to once, people. America has something better healthcare. Yes and no. I don't fully <laughs> get. It. I don't, that's what I was told. I do not know if that's accurate, but it has to okay. do a little bit with the healthcare situation there and how accessible. Like how accessible because a lot of times get dental work isn't necessary. It's cause it's elective. It's not. Yeah, yeah exactly. Sometimes it is, and a lot of times getting straight teeth keeps you from TMJ and things like that, mm. but. Not always. So it just kind of depends on the necessity of things. So yeah. I think a lot of times because it is, um, what is the word? Not superficial, but where it's like, 
it's 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 about looks not yeah, always yeah, about yeah, health yeah, yeah. i don't think it's as accessible i don't know i don't know the whole deal i've had someone explain this to me years ago but that's why i think there's like a running gag about people's teeth because i think it. for years t- a dental work wasn't as accessible like intensive dental work I don't know though if that's true. That might be. Please let us know. Tweet at us. Uh, explain the dental system in yes. like a one or two. You've got more curious, characters, like, so you can do yeah. it. <laughs> but, um, but then we learn about bread back. Ugh. It's so gross. I, I wrote awkward, awkward, awkward. I love the line between and their giant underwear. <laughs> He's just really like like just everything he does. That bit where she's like, you remember I remember I told you I worked on the show and you said you hadn't seen it but you had heard bad things. <laughs> Like everything they say is so bad. It's so Which terrible. That, that almost reminds me when she went out with Peter Dinklage when he was like, Oh, and remember when I told you I hadn't seen your show? I, I had. had. Like, ooh. Though Dang. that was funnier. <laughs> I liked that more. This just hurts. Because I think we like Peter Dinklage and everyone. I way wanted them to that. get together. They were really cute. They would have been adorable. I would have been into it. Can you imagine Peter Dinklage if he had been a Jamaican nurse in the last episode? Oh, I would have watched that. <laughs> Oh, here's anyway, the ting yeah. <laughs> here's the ting but so but basically she's about to give up on him yeah and then kenneth's whole oh gosh kenneth realizing this that wesley shows up at the studio and liz is like why are you here and she's like he's like i found this wallet and it's for someone named kenneth parcel and liz telling kenneth this is future husband and he has your wallet and kenneth just oh my and like he's so he excited. loses his mind and he gets a donkey spell yes. i mean they're very happy right now where i'm having a really bad donkey spell. and he just bites the wallet and goes oh down gosh he's so happy um and so yeah so sure everything did work out that it brought wesley back even if maybe he, but then there's the whole like so should we try this again like do you like tex-mex no i'll see you there yeah <laughs> so resigned i'd but i love the beginning of this this journey with wesley yeah wesley snipes <laughs> i love i know i love that because i think in the next episode we get him singing the theme song to chums, chums. it's not the next episode it's in a couple is it in a couple yeah oh, it's a man. couple it's a season finale oh, i like okay, it yeah. when we he, wesley snipes she's like ah that's so dumb he goes think about it who should be named wesley snipes the thin pasty englishman or the large black man <laughs> and it's very funny to me um it's really really funny to me oh good night it's, an, it's a pretty reasonably good it's like a reasonably good joke right um, i like this episode i think it's funny I think it's very funny do you have any favorite lines um i definitely like the executive skip day and the 24-hour news cycle one i also i did love that every single time when she was pretending to be the jamaican nurse and she goes she ends it with cool runnings men bobsled and then later on when she's in the doctor's office the nurse ends the her phone call saying bobsled bobsled and that just i know made, it actually does it like validifies yeah, it it made me so happy validates validates it made me want to go, watch, validates. Validates me want to go watch cool running so badly i haven't watched it in so many years i love that it's a movie. great movie it is a winter olympics movie and whenever you are on the freaking matterhorn at disneyland you have to sing that song because you're in a bobsled you have to i'm just you're making your you. point i'm telling you i'm 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 going to pause my er watching today and watch cool oh do i have it <laughs> i know you'll I find a way it, kelsey life I'm finds at, a way i'm at my parents That's in Jurassic true. park life <laughs> finds a way Man, i know it was on netflix at one point hopefully it's still back there um, back there on there so everyone should go watch freaking cool runnings because mm-hmm. kiss the lucky egg mom kiss the kiss me at my Some egg people say i believe I a joke I really like that I think is really fraught but I find funny is where Jenna and it's one of those jokes that Jenna gets a, it's it, it kind of works because Jenna says it 
when she was like, if I want to see a black man make a fool of himself, <laughs> I'd have sex with Kevin Federline again, <laughs> which is such a fraught joke, but it's pretty funny. It's yeah. pretty funny because in the end, the butt of the joke is Kevin Federline. Oh, it totally is. But it sets you up to be like, oh, oh. <laughs> it's so interesting to me. Jenna, I think about it. All the people. Someone needs to make a list of all the people Jenna has slept with. It's um, a lot. I think one of my favorite lines, though, is Jenna Why are you saying, slut shaming Jenna? Well, I'm not. I just want to have the list. I know. <laughs> I, it's not. Sl- I, just legit, I, just wanna wanna know. Know. I just want to know. I just want to know. There doesn't need to be a number next to the people. I just want a list. Mm-hmm. Um, I do love Jenna when you're talking about the Tonys. She says, I've I've been petitioning for them to add a category of living, living theatrically, theatrically a normal life. <laughs> the way she just announced it, it's theatrically. Theatrically. Here's my other favorite line. Please tell me. When she was like, oh, so, did, so you didn't prepare? What am I, a nerd? Yes, it's such a good line. It's so funny. <laughs> it's so funny. Also, though, there's the scene the, the when when Jack tells Liz that um, that Geis has died. And it's like, the hug plane coming in for a landing. You're clear You're for, for entry. Approach. For approach. Like, ooh, not entry. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but it's Pardon not, I think, me, everyone. I, I like that as the show is going on, we are seeing Jack and Liz's relationship change and not it, it's growing it's becoming but it's becoming deeper. very emotional yeah like it used to be very surfacey and silly and like engaged but like there's like a real emotional intimacy that's really beautiful yeah. they feel comfortable being honest about their concerns with each other mm-hmm. which i really enjoy yeah <sighs> it's a great episode it's a really my really favorite is the fat baby line i want to be real that's <laughs> my favorite fat baby <laughs> Her face He's so happy. just kills me but we did it kels we, we covered future it. husband i like it all right do you now have we're any? just searching for our future husband just mm-hmm. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. <laughs> wesley snipes mine's paddington paddington future Brown. husband so would I your love last a bear. name be Bear? <laughs> Kimmy Bear? No, his last name is Brown, silly. Is it really? Yeah, he's adopted by the Brown family. So he's uh, Paddington Brown. Kimmy Brown. <laughs> All right, this is weird. <laughs> You're getting too into this. I'm just saying. Oh, man. Uh, um, I think that does it. We covered this episode. <laughs> All right, Kelsey, any plugs? Um, You can find me places at Redheaded Blonde. You can find our podcast places at Talk 30 Rock to Me. Kimmy, people can find you places as well. Yeah, I'm uh, at Kimchi Lucas. I have an Instagram because my camera's broken. But I'm at Kimchi Lucas. You also can find... uh, You also should come to the Nerd Melt Wednesday nights. We have a new stand-up show, Women Crush Wednesdays. It's a totally female, uh, all-female stand-ups at an all-female stand-up show. I don't know why I phrased it that way, but it's great. Comment <laughs> All the women, they the, stand up, they tell jokes. They tell jokes. It's dope. It's a really good show. I'm really proud of it. I, I don't, I'm not in charge of it all the way. I just work it sometimes, but I'm really proud of it. I think it's great. Um, and it's really fun. And I think you should come. It's at 8.30. No. Nope. It's at 8 p.m. <laughs> Wednesday nights at the Nerd Melt in the back of Meltdown Comics. Cool. All right. I like it. Um, rate, review, subscribe, all that stuff. Again, we'll yeah. send you a sticker. Uh, hit us up. Talk to us. Talk 30 Rock to me, like she said. Yep. Thank you for listening. Cool, cool. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.
than a BoardWalk Audio podcast. For more information and shows, visit BoardWalkAudio.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe now.